0: Feral Audio Put your hands together Put your hands together
1: Sure. Yes, this is me. Thanks. <laughs> this is Cameron Esposito. What's up? This is a very hot Halloween costume. I, I, there's no way that yours no, is I'm, as hot as mine is. Mine's sherling sh- lined. Mine has a blanket sh- sh- on the inside. Oh, well. Guys, we are um, a happy ending for Brokeback Mountain. <laughs> Where they end up together doing and stand-up. hosting a stand-up comedy show. It's a different kind of a story where they come off the mountain and they're like, you know, actually, let's give it a shot. <laughs> a you know, I've, comic always to be a comic. I've always wanted to be a stand-up comedy. I've uh, always wanted to be a stand-up comedy. Guys, this is a real weird night. You know, the World Series is happening right this fucking second. Thanks for being here. Thanks for being here. Apparently, you don't give a shit. I would say this is the weirdest beginning of a Put Your Hands Together that I've ever experienced. Yeah, we are wearing is... hot costumes and getting stared at. Yep. Hello! My shirt doesn't even fit. You do have a little baby tiny shirt Yeah, on. I mean there was one time this fit in my life and it doesn't fit anymore. I don't think that's true. You mean Oh. Do you mean like, like you, you think your arms have gotten longer since you've had this shirt? Do you know how long I've had this shirt? No. How I've l- had this since I was in high school. So yeah, yeah <laughs> you <laughs> haven't <laughs> grown since high school. Oh my God. The length of your arms hasn't changed since high school. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Do you think your arms have gotten longer since high school? Apparently not. No, nope, you do They haven't. So? <laughs> my bad. <laughs> were you little in high this school? or just shirt didn't know? just shrunk. You were my size? Yeah. A little tiny bite-sized cameo esposito? Uh-huh. Uh. Wow. <laughs> I'm just going to wear it like this. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it looks like... We just got into something, which isn't wrong for Brookback Mountain either. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just a jacket toss to the Dri- side. Driving some sheep around. Yeah. I know that my hat isn't screen accurate, and I understand that's why everyone is really uncomfortable. <laughs> right. As much it's as you're I wanted it. to buy a new $200 hat just for this show, I didn't do it. No, that's the thing, uh, is that it's a personal mission of mine to do uh, queer Halloween costumes with stuff we already have. So, just a round of applause for the fact that we already have this stuff. <laughs> I have pulled this one together pretty nicely. Uh, yeah. Um, okay, well, great. Well, boy, are you a hot, hot crowd. <laughs> Rio, what's your favorite Halloween costume you've ever worn? Uh, I mean, my favorite of childhood had to be when I was data.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: At 10 years old, I had the tricorder and everything. I was just, like, real stoked to have my hair slicked back. Just really into that a lot. Um, And then in graduate school, I dressed up as Marty McFly, and it was pretty accurate. I've seen those photos. Yeah. Somebody somebody was uh, an industrial designer, and they also dressed up as Marty McFly. Mine was better, obviously. But he also made a hoverboard out of plywood. And so that was pretty great. What an asshole bringing that. I know but I ended up with it because I was clearly the superior Marty. So He <laughs> just tossed it over? And you Yeah, he tossed it and then went <laughs> <laughs> Why don't we have that today? I why well, I didn't keep it? Oh, you should have. He took it back. Uh, yeah. Terrible. Those things don't work in water. So That's I know they don't. Yeah. I've seen the movies. <laughs> Do you want to know what my favorite Halloween? What was your costume? favorite Halloween costume?
0: <laughs>
1: um, when I was a little kid, I was also into like found costumes, like not like store-bought costumes. Oh, like you're just walking down the street and you're like, oh shit, it's a costume. <laughs> right. No, I mean like I wore what I thought was a costume using oh, articles yeah. of clothing I already had. Right. Like I was like, I'm Robin Hood. Uh, clearly, I'm wearing a longer green shirt yeah, yeah. with my mom's belt. Yeah. And One time I was Peter Pan, and I um, just had, like, a letter opener. And I was like, I'm Peter Pan. Because <laughs> it was, like, a small sword. And I was like, check this shit out. <laughs> and I had, like, a hat from the Ice Capades or something. And yeah. I was, like, I was also, the whole fucking thing right here. <laughs> I was also Charlie Chaplin. Oh uh, yeah. Which was great because I got to wear a suit. Yeah. Um but they don't make like child size canes. Uh-huh. So I just It's a big blind spot. Like a like, 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 like a like a child size like novelty cane. They don't make a child size now. If you go to a costume <laughs> store and you're like a kid, you're looking for like a you cane should really make both. to complete your costume. They don't have that. So I just carried my grandfather's full size. Full size cane, but I was a very small child. <laughs> so I just had a full <laughs> Just like a, I had a just a tiny mustache. Yeah. Giant staff. Kind of like a Chaplain Noah. Exactly. Kind of exactly. That's exactly right. Or a wizard Hitler. Sort of <laughs> yeah, like yeah. that. right. Either one. <laughs> None shall... No, nah, doesn't it matter. Won. Oh, no. 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 I didn't finish it. I, yeah. I, yep. Um... <laughs> And I also was, you know what, like there was one Halloween that I think it was like right on the cusp of when people started wearing like, like cool costumes, like people stopped being kids and start, started, started being real. Yeah. Exa- thank you. <laughs> the real world. Seven um, costumes. The pick, real world. Seventh grade. House. Yes, exactly. Yeah. I think it was like sixth grade or something. And um, my friends were, the people I went trick or treating with were like jam and a nurse and i was garfield <laughs> because the per, the per, a kid down the street mm-hmm. had a full garfield like a plush garfield costume where Why? your actual face was in like a giant it came out of garfield's mouth uh-huh. like imagine like a okay. full garfield head so it was as though you were the lasagna exactly <laughs> coming out. Yeah, yeah. Um, what a Monday. And <laughs> <laughs> There's a photo of me with those two. <laughs> I've women. seen it. Like all you have. Yeah, 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 yeah I wish yeah. I had that. It's like we're all sitting on funny. a hay bale and they're just like, "We're Cheerleaders, or whatever they were, and I'm just like, I'm Garfield. Full body coverage. My face is coming out of his mouth. Like, just a giant fucking Garfield mascot. Yes, I do. No, it looks like for Garfield Land or something. Right. Or for the fighting Garfields. (laughs) Right. So, um, yeah, that was a cool one. And Uh uh, this is one of my best ever. It's a good one. I I think it's my best couple. This is the first time we've ever dressed up together. That's true. Yeah. What have we been Would doing? You, I don't know. Other things, I guess. Uh, <laughs> I had a really good couple's costume that I just remembered when I was walking around today. Who, with another with person? With someone else. This, Jesus, this, Rhea. This is no, the I best love, one. I love to hear about prior relationships you Rhea it. hates to tell me about it. I don't, I mean only a little bit. But I'm like, tell me more. <laughs> then I'm also always like, who's your crush? And she's like, shut I, up. I don't have one. We're adults. I'm like, even more so. <laughs> <sighs> just today you you want to hear about about this costume or what no i want to talk about it i want to talk about 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 my crushes your crushes (laughs) tell me about the costume it's like i live in a tiger beat magazine (laughs) Um. girl if we don't if we if we stay crushing we'll never age that's the truth (laughs) that's that hollywood secret okay you stay crushing you stay young (laughs) all right Age-appropriate crushes. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, I'm saying I, I, you I, are crushing on somebody around your age. Then the two of you stay young. <laughs> okay. So the costume uh-huh. was. Um, we dressed up as Brett Michaels and Jesse, the first winner of Rock of Love. <laughs> <laughs> I I am, like, shocked and appalled that that got a fucking round of applause, but Brokeback Mountain with a happy ending, you guys were all like, eh. Like, fuck you, really. Like, just as sort of, like, in terms of your stance on queer culture. You know what I mean? Like, seriously. Oh, you want them to die? You are mean! (laughs) (laughs) Ah! Just I die. Jack Twist. He doesn't make it. Spoiler alert for broke back mountain <laughs> yeah from 2007 5 uh what no it's not <laughs> I looked it up because <laughs> There's no way it's from 2007 <laughs> <laughs> look at this. Look at this couples therapist. <laughs> trying to make everything be better. In the Don't get on your phone. I see somebody getting on their phone to fucking look it up. I'm right. <laughs> there is no way that it's 2007. Here's, okay. Look, I also believe no, you. No. I think I'm right. And I'm going to tell, tell, oh, tell you why. I can tell you why. I can tell you why I think yep, it's 2005. Oh. Because I saw that movie with my first girlfriend that I went to college with. What was she living? <laughs>
2: All right, get it out, get I it know, out, get that it out, fun. get it out. I'll, I'll just... hold your hair. What's
1: on your back? Can't a weird be... fluffy thing. I thought it was a bug. Uh, I just can't quit you. <laughs> No, you can't quit me because technically we are a business together. <laughs> yeah. We are technically incorporated. Tender my resignation. Um, Rhea. So sp- I, well, we went to see it in Cleveland. I had also just pierced my own retina with a UPS packaging label. I thought that was going so, so much, much sexier. <laughs> no, not at all. Just pierced my I just pierced my own retina. And oh, then- no. After I went to see it, I went to the the uh, gay bar The Grid in Cleveland to go watch The L Word. So it could not... I mean, come on. Look, I hear what you're saying, yes. but I was actually basing this on, I think that it was award nominated in 2007 because Moonlight was award nominated in 2016 because I looked up how far apart those two movies were to see like how... Like what? You're just the, making me think like I'm what even the more right. Has you're done? like, "I looked it up." And now you're saying, "I think it is." And no! so now you're No. I don't want anyone to look it up forever. <laughs> I just want us all to not know and be mad. It's just um, that I lived in Ohio when I went to see that movie, and I haven't lived in Ohio since 2006. If you saw it in 2006, it would have been in a 2007 award cycle. <laughs> <laughs> I got you. You're just screaming in my face. I now. know. This is stand-up comedy, <laughs> this you guys. This is what it's like. <laughs> I don't know if you know anything about stand-up comedy, but sometimes it's just two wives screaming about screaming years. about... No! No! Ang Lee! <laughs> yeah. Sometimes when I'm angry, I just yell, Ang Lee's name. It makes me feel better. Rhea. Ang Lee! I'm Rhea. angry. Rhea. Yes. Rhea. Cameron. I can't remember what I was going to say. I don't oh, know. who? You know what that was making me think of mm-hmm. was when I was in college and then the one girl on my floor got her nipples pierced and then like nobody else on our floor was really like running around. Yeah, shirtless. and then it was just like magnetic, it just went <laughs> through everybody. <laughs> do you mean we all got our nipples pierced? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She was like, check it out and everyone went <laughs> and it just No do, do, do,
0: do, do, do. Whoa.
1: No. no, actually it's interesting you say that because you did not live in a residence hall in college no, Why didn't I live with my mom you lived with your mom and so I just want you to know that's not what residence halls are like <laughs> oh see I thought residence. your nipples halls actually don't have to be any reside, particular place you reside in the hall together sort of just yeah in a straight line lawn. with yeah, yeah. one solid p- object could pierce all of your nipples at once just nipples out all the time <laughs>
2: No, that's not what it's <laughs> really? like. No, that's not what it's Man, like. You're just
1: ruining my What I'm what I was gonna say is concept that like of college is that she went off and got her nipples pierced and then it was like we all shared like shower space and things like uh, that, but there was yeah. not a lot of uh-huh. nudity. Yeah. Rhea! <laughs> but there was not a lot of nudity. But once somebody who's nineteen gets their nipples pierced, then it's like like she was so naked for the whole rest of the year because we would be like let me see it. Let me see. She wanted to show. Uh... <sighs> sure. I saw her nipples a lot and nobody else's nipples that year. All right. Well, they did have ornaments on them, so makes sense. Yeah. Christmas comes earlier and earlier every yeah, year. Yeah, yeah, That's true. I've, you know, I've dated a lot of, I've not, I've dated a lot of people with pierced nipples is a false statement, but I have dated some people with pierced nipples and then I've seen those ones. Well, wait, so wait how much would be a lot? two would be too many, I almost think. But you've only dated one. Yeah, that's right. So you were going to say... <laughs> I've dated a lot of people with pierced <laughs> nipples one. why <laughs> then that would, number would be one. I yeah. do understand that it feels like a lot because it's a double piercing. Yeah, exactly. There are two piercings. It's well, not, not always, just... but in this particular case, yes, there was. Um, I mean, I know not what... all nipple piercings. Hashtag not all not nipple all. piercings. Hashtag not all. No, what I was going to say is that I've only ever seen the barbell once. Yeah, right. Probably there's going to be somebody here who has the circular what? ones. <laughs> I just feel you like... said barbells, so I was just yeah. thinking about pump, pump, and iron. Well, I'm thinking... We're thinking about different stuff. <laughs> yeah, we are. <laughs> Mine is not any sexier than that. What I was yeah. going to say is, I can't... Um, yes, exactly. If I was ever dating somebody who had one of those circular ones, I would only ever think about... Can you guess... Mm. That's right, <laughs> A Christmas Carol. Where the door knocker is like, Ebony's oh, Screw Sure, yeah. <laughs> I would just think of like just an angry bull coming at me all the time. Well, I think we got a bull. It's like a nipple going like, Mah! I'm just really angry.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> this is not to say anything against people who have actual rings in their nipples. I know our audience is full of them and so we're with you. It's more so just like I'm talking about where I would go mentally because I'm a student of literature. (laughs) 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 Yeah. Well, Rhea, I mean, what I like about this show is that we always... We always get the audience real hot. Just real hot right at the <laughs> beginning. Just like really tight, rehearsed stand-up. Written, pre-written just jokes. pre-written. We have a teleprompter, actually. Yep. You guys can't see it. That's how cool it Our is. Our writers, they wrote all this. <laughs> Our writer's room is like, then you stare at each other and scream, 2007! <laughs> <Lee!"> <laughs> but we have a great rest of the show. <laughs> <laughs> I somehow lost my voice in the middle of that, which made it sound like a lie. Uh, go. God, how are, how is everybody feeling? Pals? Friends? <laughs> so fantastic, I can tell. It's so nice to be here with you on this Halloween. You look great, those of you. This is those my first you... one back! This is Rhea's first Put Your Hands Together back after our very long bus very tour. Very long bus tour it's that great. we did not poop on. I didn't poop for a month. <laughs> 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 oh, no. That's... <laughs> You know what's awful is that there's like a fucking scream mask in the back row right against the fucking wall. oh jesus oh god what a fucking problem you are for me person classic uh, by the way literally classic way for a murderer to hide themselves scream mask back of a stand-up show <laughs> We just keep coming out here. There's less and less people. (laughs) But where did their bodies go? Yeah. 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 Courtney Cox is here. What? (laughs) (laughs) Then Bruce Springsteen's here. Oh, man, they didn't get that at all. Um, Everyone's a lot better well, than we are. Yes, yes. Again, and just... every moment. Just zipping along, and um, I can't wait to bring out this first comic. Boy is, she, boy, is this person a friend of ours. And clearly you love the shit out of us, so you're going to love them too. And uh, please don't murder them. Um, <laughs> please welcome to the stage to the hilarious
3: Emily Heller. Give it up for Emily. Emily Heller. Cameron, who was wrong about when Brokeback Mountain came out. And Rhea, who was right. Limited release. (laughs) Limited release December 2005. Wide release January 2006. Technically goes to Rhea. How's everyone doing tonight? Oh, it's so good to be here. You guys, if you're wondering what I am and waiting to figure it out, you won't. Oh, my God, you won't. I never dress up like anything anyone will ever guess. I might as well dress up like a dream I had last night. No one... Is anyone here from Sweden? That was the only way anyone was ever going to guess what this costume was. I'll explain what it is. Um, Will you put the picture up? So, okay. So this... This is, and I really hope this whole thing goes on the podcast, this entirely visual set. This is the Gavla goat. It's a traditional Yule goat that they build in Gavla, Sweden, every Christmas. Uh, They've been building it every year since uh, 1966. And pretty much every year, someone burns it down. (laughs) It's my favorite thing I've ever heard of. They've built it for 50 years, and it has been burned down, I think, 38 times. Uh, Or destroyed in some way. Uh, The first year they built it was 19... I'm just going to go through all of them, pretty much. 1966, first year they built it, it got burned up. 1967... It survived. So they were like, okay, maybe it was a fluke. 1968, they put up a fence around it just in case, and it did survive. And they were like, okay, it's definitely a fluke. And then uh, 1969, it got burned. And it's all, this is like not part of the tradition. It's always criminals sneaking in. And you people who are wooing for it surviving, I'm really hoping that by the end of this, you're going to cheer for it being burned, because that's what I am. So 1969, it got burned. 1970, it got burned up six hours after it was finished being assembled. 1971, it was smashed to pieces. Uh, and and every year was built by this group called the Southern Merchants. And in 1971, after five years and only two survivals, they were like, you know what, we're done. We're getting out of the Gavla goat business. And so this other group, the Natural Sciences Club of a local university, decided to start building it. Uh, 1972, it collapsed. <laughs> 1973, it was stolen. I can only assume it was burned after that. Uh, 1973, no, 1974, it was burned. 1975, it collapsed again. <laughs> 1976, it was hit by a car. Uh, 1977, it was burned up. Uh, 1978, it was kicked to pieces. <laughs> 1979, uh, it was burned up. Then they made another one, and they fireproofed it, and that was broken up into pieces. Uh, 1980, it was burned up. Um, So we're at two years that it has survived out of 15. Uh, 1981, it survived. You're not wooing anymore. It's much more fun when it gets burned up. 1982, it got burned up. Uh, 1983, the legs were destroyed, and I have no more details about that. I don't know by who, I don't know how. Uh, 1984, it got burned up. Uh, 1985, it got burned up. Uh, 1986, so here's what's interesting. In 1986, the southern merchants were like, you know what, we're getting back in the game. Uh, We're also going to start making a gavel of goats. So now there's two different groups making these ill-fated goats... Uh, and both got burned down that year. Um, 1987, uh, they were heavily fireproofed, and they were both burned down. Uh, 1988, this was the first year that it was legal to gamble on the outcome, like to gamble on whether or not it would get burned down, and it survived, which I love because it's still destructive because I have to imagine a lot of people lost money Um, because why would you bet on it surviving? What kind of maniac are you? Uh, 1989, they both burned down Uh, one of them before it was even assembled somehow 1990, the goat was guarded by many volunteers and it did not burn down, so everyone keep calling your congress people, we can work together and make things happen 1991, okay, at this point we're all rooting for it to burn down, right? I just want to make sure we're all okay, so 1991, it burned down uh... (laughs) 1992, they both burned down and they arrested someone for it, and that was the year they started the GOAT Committee, whose responsibilities I'm unclear on. Uh, 1993, it was guarded by taxis, and it survived. Uh, 1994, it not only survived, but it also followed the Swedish national hockey team to Italy for the world championship in hockey, which actually might be why it survived. Because it fled the country. Uh, 1995, it burned down. 1996, it was monitored with webcams, which is very new technology for 1996. Um, And it survived. 1997, they tried to burn it down. It survived. 1998, it burned down during a blizzard. (laughs) 1999, they burned it down. 2000, one of them got set on fire and the other one was thrown in the river. Uh... (laughs) 2001, burned it. 2002, it survived. Okay, so now from 2003 on, at least one of the goats got burned down 12 out of the following 14 years. Uh, And I'm just going to give you the highlights. I'm not going to go year by year. In 2005, it was burnt by two vandals dressed as Santa and the Gingerbread Man (laughs) by shooting a flaming arrow at the goat. (laughs) In 2009, they tried to throw one of the goats in the river and then tried to set it on fire after that, which is the wrong order to do that. Uh, Goat number two, meanwhile, was stolen with a truck. Then, on December 23rd, hackers disabled the webcams protecting goat number one hours before it was burned down. In 2016, and this is the most recent one, It was burned down just hours after its 50th birthday party. (laughs) And the organizers were like, you know what? We're not replacing it this year. And it was replaced by a smaller replica made by some local high school students, which was later hit by a car. Um, These people are so bad at keeping this goat from being destroyed. And I just... Have any of you stuck with anything that you're that bad at for this long? It makes me feel incredibly not resilient, and that's why I love this goat. And now you all get this how good this costume is, right? And uh, people listening to the podcast, you can eat my butt, I guess, because uh, you can't see it. Thank you guys very much.
1: Um, you know what's awesome is uh, we've got, a, we've got a, a new face on the show coming up next. Never done the show before. But also somebody that is really awesome, important person in Ria in my life. Uh, they worked on our television show, Take My Wife. Mm-hmm. And then they're also a producer on uh, my other podcast, Query. Mm-hmm. And this person is awesome and a hilarious stand-up comic. Yeah. So please give it up. When, actually, like, because... Let's even get energy up right now. How about we do that? Cause it's their first time. Like even more.
0: Even more. Keep it going for Sierra get out, you guys, give it up for Sierra! Sierra
4: Sweet, this is so cool. Give it up for Cam and Rhea, guys having me on and employing me they employ me as you heard Uh, so that's great because they're like my bosses and then also if I fail here then I lose my job (laughs) so it's like yeah so much pressure Um, we're doing great oh cool you guys are like on stage okay I I see how this works so um, here's here's the thing I actually I don't really do too much I didn't do much today actually it's like the first thing of today. I put this on, and I was like, I'm ready. Uh, And it's cool, because, you know, I have a lot of free time in my life. I kind of figure I get to discover more about myself in that free time, you know? So this is what I actually found out recently about me, Um, is actually, in the nighttime, I I can wear an eye mask as a bra. That's what's (laughs) happening, yeah? That's not the function of that, but it works for me. Which is cool. Saves a lot of money. Um, yeah, I mean, I just never personally like, graduated from the training bra phase of life, which I think is something we all go through sometimes, you know? And it's, it's nice. It's kind of like when you're going through puberty, maybe trying to... Uh, some boobs are kicking in. I don't know what people do. Um, and you wear a training bra, and that's supposed to get you ready then to wear, like, a big girl bra, apparently, right? And so I guess I didn't train hard enough. That just never happened, right? Or I trained too damn hard because my boobs must have died in some training accident They never, they never made it home. I know. It was, yeah, that was sad and dark at the beginning. But hey, I like to bring the mood down at the top and then that way, where do we go from here, right? That's all we go. Uh, yeah, I mean, that's okay. That's, Okay, that is the end of the part of my set where I shit on my own body. So it's good. We got it all done. I am a sheep tonight. So, I mean, I can't, I can't do much. Uh, yeah, I am a sheep. And just stop asking about it. All right, it's all. I've got pockets. That's what's, I know. Thank you. So I know. Stop probing. Stop. Um, this is it. I really, I don't know. I mean, I graduated from college a little over a year ago now. Um thanks. Yeah, thank you. Good. Good applause. Um I actually studied computer science, got my honors degree. Um and now I just want to be a comedian, right? So that's good. Yeah, or as my parents say, I died in a car accident 2 years ago. Right that's I'm alive, right? It's I'm here. It's okay. They don't know. Um They still don't. But I'm loving it, you know? And I think it's interesting. I definitely, like, I've been wanting to be a comedian for a while. I think growing up it was weird. It's like, you know, not seeing a lot of not seeing a lot of Asians, famous Asians, you know? I, I don't know. That's something that I was interested in. I'm Asian, by the way. I don't know if you can tell <laughs> under all the sheep. <laughs> but I know, it's the premise of a lot of my jokes. Let's get that out of the way. Um, but, yeah, you know, I just wanted to see more, I think, in in the, yeah, TV or movies. I, honestly, there was there's Mulan when I was growing up, which was great, right? Mulan was sick. Like, of the, of the, like, cartoon Asian females in movies, like, definitely, probably number one, right? Like, I think she was great. I definitely also, I mean, there was, like, The Grudge, I guess. I don't know if she counts, <laughs> but, yeah, maybe, right? At least ethnically ambiguous. Um... And those are actually, like, what I normally am for Halloween, you know? Uh, now that you can see my hair, I can clearly pull it off. <laughs> um, yeah, and so now, I don't know. I guess also growing up, I really wanted to, like, I would see a lot of famous people and be like, well, maybe they can be Asian if they just tried a little bit, you know? Like, if you just, oh, maybe, like, like for me, it was always, like, John Legend? Like, maybe, right? <laughs> like, kind of. <laughs> you know? You guys should definitely Google this if you're confused. Um, But, you know, I was like, oh, almost, right? And this was before, like, way before he started. He married uh, Chrissy Teigen, who's famously half-tie. So I made it happen, right? Um, That's that. Uh, And then who else? Justin Long. That's an actor, right? Kind of. Maybe, right? Who knows? If you Wikipedia him, he's all white. He's all white. But... You know, with last name Long, that's like totally a Chinese last name, is what I mean. Like, you can't have that last name and not expect to pick up a ton of Asian fans, just like, in your career. You know, I just think that's unrealistic. Um, But yeah, and so then, I don't know, and now I'm here, and it's like, cool, you know, living in L.A. I was actually, ooh, this is one of those fun things that happened to me a long time ago, but I still tell this joke. Um, Is that a guy hit on me. Yeah. So, cool. Yeah, it's good. There's no joke, actually. I just want to let you all know, right? The sheep is desired. Um, Thanks. But I'll tell you, before he said anything, he asked a very important question. He was like, are you 18 years or older? That was, yeah. (laughs) Which, yeah, I know. I get it. I get it. Because I'm just happy that he's honestly checking in first. You know, I kind of like that trait in a guy. You know, somebody who's gonna maybe make sure he's not being a pedophile first, right? Can we do that first? Okay. Yeah, yeah. It's just you know, of all things, I want a guy who's like has a who's nice to me. Maybe has a good job, and then maybe a guy's not also into twelve-year-olds. Can we throw that in there? I'm kind of very old-fashioned, but it is important right i honestly I just don't want to deal with the competition that just opens up a whole bag of worms you <laughs> on right Ooh. uh but i get it you know because when you look you know when you're asian people don't really know what's going on with your age right they don't know i mean like i told you guys i graduated from college recently but i could still be like just kidding i'm 52 and maybe right Maybe you're like i don't know maybe <laughs> i'm not gonna put money on it right <laughs> Because I get it. And it's like, also looking young, you just got to be careful going out and about. You know, Make sure, like if a guy is into your looks right away, in my case, it's kind of a red flag, right? If he doesn't get to know me first. Because in the movies, that's beautiful. Like a guy falls in love with you, love at first sight. You're like, oh, it's true love. But in my life, it's like, best case scenario, pedophile with an Asian fetish, right? You're just, oh, I don't know. Yeah. That's OK. Um, but I don't know, I just try, I'm actually in a relationship now, which is great, he's been vetted, um, I am, okay, I am dating a white guy, spoiler alert, right, you guys aren't surprised, because this is a thing, you do see this a lot, this kind an Asian woman, white man couple, it's common out here in Los Angeles, you have eyes and see color, yeah, um, right, I mean, if you go outside, like what we're in, Franklin have you go outside. Throw a rock, you'll probably hit one of us. <laughs> yeah. We're that common. Don't do that. That's a hate crime. But uh, I just want me to make that clear. But we are common, you know? And and it's interesting, like, when I, you know, first got into this relationship, and anybody, any of my, like, Asian girlfriends who are maybe considering dating a white guy, and I know there's some white guys here, so it's okay. This, jo- it's, this joke is for you guys, too. Like, everything else. So just chill. <laughs> just chill. You're just, yeah, just hang out. <laughs> hang out, hang out, it's gonna be it's gonna be fine, right? Just hang out. Um, but you know, if they're ever considering dating a white guy and you just gotta do a couple things beforehand just to be cautious, right? So you gotta, you know, uh, just make sure, you maybe go through his Instagram, his Facebook, make sure he didn't only date Asian women. Like, don't, oh, no, all right, <laughs> oh, uh, oh, no, mm, could be no. Uh, Or something weird in college, like, you don't want to go and see that he, like, studied East Asian studies. Oh, no, don't do that, right? Don't study me. (laughs) I'm not a specimen, right? I'm clutching my jade pearls. That is not acceptable. (laughs) Um, Because you just, you worry, you know, you worry. And I know people have said that, okay, well, maybe that's kind of just, like, his type. Like, he could be into a physical type, that type is an Asian woman. Perhaps right? But then I used to think that too and then I, uh, I went home with a guy and he had a gong in his bedroom was asking me to walk on his back. So I don't know. In that scenario, is he into me for me? Right? Oh, that's good. Anyway, but yeah, you just gotta be careful, guys. It's good. Uh, I'll leave you guys. Because here's the thing. I, I was at a party recently and a guy actually tried to grab my butt. Yeah. A lot of butt grabbers here, I can tell. <laughs> from the silence triggering some fond memories. Uh, no, You tried to grab my butt. And I was very surprised, you know, like now. Because uh, I'd imagine it's a lot like trying to pick up the floor. You know, just like physically impossible. <laughs> but all right, thanks guys. That's all you got. Thank you. <laughs> You've been great. <laughs> Sierra tell you guys, let her-
1: We are going to keep the show right on rolling, but if anyone is interested, the Dodgers did win tonight, so it is going to seven. Three to one is the final score, and I predict we will see Justin Verlander in relief tomorrow. But anyway, moving on. No one cares. Okay. <laughs> Your next comic is a friend of the show. Everybody's always a friend of the show, because we have a lot of friends on this show. Yes, exactly. Thank you. Thank you for that. awe. Oh. She's one of my favorites. Uh, You guys, give a warm welcome to Beth Stelling. One question. You're back in L.A. after a bunch of months in New York. Yeah. How's it feel? How is
5: the stage different? Feels good to be uh, back from New York. Love living in L.A. Um, I guess the stage is different in that sometimes it feels like in L.A. we play a lot. Like, it's never really ready. Like, we're just making the cake batter to eat it instead of putting the cookies in the oven. Oh, totally. So... It's nice to have a balance, I think, you know. I love yeah. judging uh, what I determined to be New York elitists in their stand-up comedy. Uh, I, I get why they're like that. You know, the clubs are sort of, you know, more, what can we say? An audience that requires a bit of a... Like you gotta grab hard them. hitting jokes. Yeah, gotta, gotta, gotta grab. grab them exactly, and, and keep keep up with the punchlines basically. Right. And here, I think here, people, like you if work. you try to do that, especially our alt scene, you're like they're Yeah, yeah exactly. exactly. They're put off by it because yeah. they really like to feel like it's just for them, and you're just right. telling them about your day a little, right? Right, right? right. loose and so, goofy versus like yeah. hard and like get over here. I'm gonna like, yeah yeah. So it's and totally we've all different. been able to find a balance because we've yeah. all worked either you know small rooms, right. rock clubs, comedy clubs, theaters, whatever.
1: Well, you're smart, That's true, girl. Welcome home. Thank you. Love it, guys. Beth Stelling, yeah. who I've known for like ten years, and uh, is just crushing it. That was hilarious. New stuff. She's very funny always. Guys, are we pals, friends? I've been told I'm not supposed to use guys. That's okay. I'm trying to pivot. It's hard to replace. I don't know what the word is. Pals. I'm trying to see if pals works. You are my pal. But what if there's somebody who's just like, I don't even, lo- I'm not even your friend. <laughs> I'm like, why did you pay such a large ticket price to see me? These other places besides LA, like it's actually kind of a decent ticket. Like, like high. Like, well, holy shit! Whoa, 40, 40 bones? That's dollars. Um, but maybe pals is it? Maybe pals? Uh, that I'm gonna try that. It, but it's, but I've been using guys for so long, and now, and so it's very much a part of the way that I speak. <laughs> on stage doing stand-up comedy. Friends, are we ready to continue the show? Oh, I don't know what's happening with my hair. This is also really stressful. I'm sorry. I know it sounded like I was going to introduce the next comic, but I just have to acknowledge that something is going on. It's because I was wearing a hat. I don't know how to do it yet because it's new. And one thing I've been doing is spraying it straight back. Or sometimes I have it go like loose and wild, but now it's just stringy and odd. <laughs> just one piece here and then another kind of weird piece over here where you go, wait a minute, how even was this cut that it could be long right there? What happened to this hair? And I say to you, I didn't do it myself.
0: <laughs>
1: do we, are we ready to go? <laughs> Oh boy, uh, this person's hilarious. You're gonna love him. Let's hear it for Brent Sullivan. Yeah.
6: Well thanks everyone. What do you say? We keep it going. One more time. One more. I, uh, I got up uh, the courage to hit on the hottest guy at my gym today thank you, very encouraging crowd, it was just he and I in the locker room, he took off his shirt, so I said, nice back,
0: <laughs>
6: he said, excuse me, so I panicked and said, just kidding, He said, what are you talking about? (laughs) And then I left. (laughs) So I am uh, looking for a new gym. Literally the only reason I go to the gym is such that one day I'll be getting a physical. I'll take off my shirt. And the doctor won't say to me, have you ever considered working out? <laughs> or maybe, this is, this is the other goal, I'll be able to hold an umbrella with the same arm for more than 45 seconds without having to switch. <laughs> One day. I also, uh, I also hit, uh, hit on a straight guy via Instagram message. <gasps> Just because I saw him on a rerun of Family Feud, um, <laughs> and he and his uh, he and his family they didn't win the they didn't win the money, so I thought like that was that was going to be my opening. That was like my in. So I sent him a message <clears throat> that said, uh, "Hey, great job on the show. Sorry, your brother choked and you didn't get the money." P.S., you're the most handsome man of all time. He wrote back, Yo, is this shit for real? <laughs> Sadly, Walter, it is. It is very much for real. I, uh, I think if I was going to give advice to someone who's about to open up a gay bar, it would just to be a maybe cool it with the name of the bar. Doesn't have to be the most sexually aggressive term you've ever heard in your entire life. I've literally had this conversation with friends of mine before. Hey, uh, you guys want to go to that new bar, Buttholes? (laughs) With a Z? (laughs) Two and a half stars on Yelp. (laughs) Um, I'm also a bit of a, I'm a bit of a hypochondriac, like I always think that I'm dying. So I make, uh, like, long lists of things to talk to my doctor about. I'm getting a physical on Friday. Found the list. First thing on the list, just the word diarrhea. (laughs) Bit of a fun backstory, though. So historically, I have a ton of diarrhea, And then out of the blue, like a month ago, it just kind of stopped. And that really worried me. I think I might be dying from a dearth of diarrhea, everyone. Come back next week.
0: To find out.
6: If I'm dying from a (laughs) Dwarf of Diarrhea, I decided to uh, stop masturbating. I decided to quit for a month because I thought I was doing it too much, and I thought that by quitting, it would make me more sensual and sensitive. (laughs) Didn't work. Um, It did, however, give me more wet dreams. Any uh, 12-year-old boys in the crowd who might understand where I'm coming from on that? Here's what I don't remember about wet dreams from when I was a kid. They can happen to you at any point anywhere when you're sleeping. So they can happen to you when you're sleeping in your bed at home. They can happen to you during a nap on a flight from Los Angeles (laughs) to Detroit. I had a window seat, uh, so I was sort of jolted out of my slumber, turned to my left, and then immediately made eye contact with a stranger while climaxing. So, uh, so, yeah, it was weird. It was weird. Um, I've been doing stand-up for about a decade. And I think if you had told me this back when I started, I wouldn't have believed you. But ten years in, I have so few fans. (laughs) They literally know all of them. Uh, I know them all by name. Uh, Because, if let's say you're fans with Meryl Streep or something, and you send her an email, you don't actually expect to get a response if you email merylstreep at gmail.com. If you (laughs) write. BrentJSullivan at gmail.com. You're going to get a response within seven minutes. (laughs) That's why I know all of my fans. Case in point, I went to the Starbucks over here on Vine and Sunset the other day, walk in, and right to my right, there's Keith. Um, One of my biggest fans. And I had to sort of position myself so that he would see my face. He didn't see it, but that's fine. Uh... Maybe next time. I actually, I'm a, I'm, I am am i do not know what I look like to you, but I'm an an extremely passive individual. Um, (laughs) Case in point, uh, I could literally be sitting on the hood of my car, and if you tried to break in and steal it, I honestly wouldn't do anything about it. (laughs) If anything, I would respond to that situation much like you would respond to finding a raccoon in your trash can. You're like, oh, oh. (laughs) Oh, hey. (laughs) Get out of there. Get out of there. Last thing I'll say, uh, I joined Tinder recently. And it's so it's so funny how the, uh, apps and everything, they can make you so miserable even when you're being accepted in, in a weird way. Like I'll be swiping, I'll put my phone down. My phone will say, will give me the notification, you have a new match, great. So I open up my phone, I look up Tinder, And I have never once seen a new match on Tinder without also saying the following words. Oh, great. This fucking idiot? Every single time. I just approved of him. Two minutes ago. You might be thinking that's not a great closer. But you know what? I don't care. Thank you so much, everyone.
1: Brent Sullivan, you guys want to hear it. I oh, mean, we got two comics left. This is exciting. Are you excited?
0: <laughs> Game seven.
1: <laughs> everyone stops clapping. I'm just like cranking you up, and you're like, no, we are not talking about numbers or games. Now. No next comic. This is her first time on the show. So you guys, yes! Someone gasped in excitement. Oh, that made me feel so good. You guys know what to do when it's somebody's first time on the show. We give them a huge, warm welcome, right? You guys ready to do that? Let's get it started! Yes! That's what I like to hear. You guys keep it going for
2: Lane Moore! Hi, guys! Happy Halloween! Um... So on my way over here, I was listening to my uh uh my like pump-up song, which is that Prince song, Little Red Corvette. You guys know the song, right? Yeah. Okay, have you ever listened to the lyrics? No? Okay, good. This is gonna be a gift to all of us. Um so in this song, um, Prince is talking about a girl and he's comparing her to like a fast car. So you get what's happening. He's like your grandpa talking about a lady he likes. Like, she's a little fast sexually. Like, you get it. Um <laughs> When he's trying, like the whole song is him like talking about how she's fast and he's like looking for clues. So the first thing he says is, um, uh, guess I must be dumb. She had a pocket full of horses, Trojans, some of them used unpack it on your own time Um, so that's his like first hint that like perchance she's a little fast but he doesn't want to assume don't want to sex shame nothing wrong with it she's just carrying around used condoms big deal big deal you know so then he like keeps looking for further evidence right so then um, he goes over to her apartment and he says and I saw all the pictures of the jockeys that were there before me so there's, like, photos everywhere of everyone she's ever fucked. Presumably in, like, a decorative frame from Michael's. And, like, I just imagine, like, every photo is of them being like, what? Why is this happening? And she's like, you saw the wall. You knew you were next. This is an ongoing art project. He's like, I, okay. So, again, another hint that maybe she's fast. Who can say? Um... So then he says, believe it or not, I started to worry. I wondered if I had enough class. Let's just recap. Um, so you're dating a girl who has like used condoms spilling out of her pockets like fucking confetti because they're very slippery. And then you go to her home, and she has photos ever of everyone she's ever slept with, which we do, ladies. It's so us. Nope. Um, and you're like am I classy enough for this girl? Should I have worn a sports jacket? Like, nope, I think you're good. But also, like, if this is what she's telling you, like, what is she leaving out? Like, you shouldn't worry if, like, you're classy enough. You should, like, ask if she uses intravenous drugs. That's all I'm saying. Um, and even if she does, good for her. Like, the more I think about this song, this girl's amazing. Um, but, um, so I date uh, people of all genders, um... And I'm single, which is cool because that means that I'm attracted to everyone and I have no one. So that's really fun. It's just like, wow. Like, it's like playing every single combination of numbers in the lottery, just like every single one you could possibly play. And then when they pull the numbers, they're like, wow, for the first time ever, it's not numbers. It's a series of letters that say, enjoy dying alone. Like, it's like that. So that's really, it's pretty cool. Um, it's just like, you have the most options and yeah, I mean, it's like being the most alone. It's like, it works out. Um, so, um, but I think people think being queer is really fun and, um, and it is, I guess, um, uh, I think cause we have like, you know, uh, we have like fun parades and that's cool. Uh, when we have like little fun slogans, like we have like, we're here, we're queer, get used to it. And like, that's fun. Um, but I think maybe we could update it, you know, to something that's like a little bit more relevant to me. Um, which is maybe like, we're here, we're queer. I don't have health insurance. It's just like, you know what I mean? Oh my God, I've never gotten like, like a series of sad gasps. It's always just like, who does? Am I right? And you guys are like, oh God, no, it's just you. You need to get insurance. I'm like, okay, I'll apply. Sorry, that's on me. Um, oh shit, I just got the most random craving. Do you guys do you guys ever get like a really random craving for ice cream and then realize what you really want is to feel loved? <laughs> <laughs> it's so crazy. It just happens at like every moment of every day. And it's like, oh, I can't be sated. Um, I, um, I try to do nice things for myself. I try to do self-care. I think that's important. Um, if you want a little self-care tip, this is something that I do for myself. Um, sometimes when I'm on the toilet, um, I'll take a piece of toilet paper and I'll blow my nose with it. And then uh, sometimes I think about using that same tol- pe- that piece of toilet paper to wipe with. And then I think, No! Treat yourself fresh square. Just a fresh square. You know? You guys have been there. And then you have that moment where you're like, do I deserve something that good? And you do. So just take that with you. Um Uh, so I don't, I don't really drink and I don't do drugs or anything like that. And I think, um, uh, which is interesting considering you just heard that last joke and I definitely struggle with depression, probably redundant after hearing that one. But, um, uh, but I think part of the reason I don't do any of those things is because I was in the deer program. Were you guys in the deer program at all? yeah okay good um if you weren't in the dare program i cannot explain dare to you all i remember is that like an out of work police officer came in with a suitcase full of drugs and you were eight and everyone was like this is a good use of money uh, it just like showed you what the drugs were and they were preparing you for the inevitability that you would be offered cocaine at the age of eight. Um, cause it happened to all of us and many of us were unprepared. Um, even though it doesn't matter that you lived in a small town, it was going to happen and they knew it. Um, so right before I stopped talking to my family entirely, I found my old dare notebook and, um, it's okay. They're dead. Um, so, um, and I wanted to share it with you. So the dare workbook is, um, literally has in there like what the gang would say so like even if you're from a small town the dare workbook believes that a gang will offer you cocaine in fourth grade so that's fun um so um what they had you do it's like a call and response it says like what the gang would say um and then what you would say and you write that down okay so um the first one is um it's saying no to peer pressure beer okay so they wrote that the gang would say, which you guys have seen the beer gang around. They're maybe the worst one, um, frankly. Um, so the beer gang would say, come on, let's drink some beer, which is so how they sound. And I wrote that I would say, go jump in a lake, Bud. I'm a bit wiser than that. <laughs> which also contains Budweiser beer in there, which like, I don't know if that was like savvy marketing, but like good for me. Um, but another thing I love about uh, about D.A.R.E. is that like if you're like 8 or twenty and you don't want to drink all you have to do is say like no thanks man I'm cool but D.A.R.E. makes you say like a true friend wouldn't make me do beer and it's like (laughs) Um, uh, but another thing I love about D.A.R.E. is that um, they separate, uh, there's two gangs okay in the world of D.A.R.E. there's the beer gang and the marijuana gang and they do not hang out Um, just so you guys know um so uh so um so they have beer is separate and then um there's saying no to peer pressure marijuana so the marijuana gang which as you know is a notoriously pushy punch would say don't be a chicken it's only a joint and so i wrote that i would reply when faced this inevitable scenario joint yourself no thanks (laughs) you can use it if you find yourself in such a situation Um, But honestly, this is pretty good. Like, if someone said this to me, I'd leave them alone probably forever. So, this is really good. Um, But the last thing in the D.A.R.E. workbook was, um, what are the consequences of using marijuana? And the craziest thing is that I didn't write, like, 16 consequences. I just wrote one consequence. In the whole D.A.R.E. program, only one message had been driven home in my head about why you shouldn't do marijuana. And that was this. Marijuana makes you look at things realistically. (laughs) Get me away from it to this day It's dare fucking work. Thank you guys so much.
1: Uh, you know, she Lynn is kind of right. There is like a beer gang, that's the city of Chicago, and then there's sure. a marijuana gang, that's the city of Los Angeles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the New York's just like taxis. <laughs> <laughs> yep, that's right. <laughs> Straight up taxis.
0: Is there
7: is room for more of the debate.
1: Who is this? What? Both sides, perhaps. I've,
7: it is I've, I, Sebastian Gorka. Oh, shit. Formerly uh, of the Trump administration. Formerly of the Kittisi Reds.
1: Oh, God damn it!
7: I'm here because I tried to do a, a, a program. A, a Q&A, if you would but no one will host an alt-right venue, so I came to the next best thing, alt-comedy.
1: <laughs> uh, you you want to? I
7: want equal time, if I might. You know what, they didn't share, but in my head, <laughs> they did.
1: <laughs> I, mean, I mean, What's I,
7: wrong, look, what's I, wrong, equal time for a straight White male crypto fascists. <laughs> <laughs> the alt right towards a violent civil war. What could be wrong? Five minutes. Uh, Five minutes,
1: I, and I'll blow the light by two. I promise. I mean, it's really up to them. Yeah. Do you guys want to? What do us? you guys think? He has a lit candle. I have no objections. So of... <laughs> All right. All right. Woo! You can use. You can use this mic. I will okay.
7: use whatever mic I wish. <laughs> I prefer my you friend a
1: sword. All right, Sebastian Gorka, everybody. Let him hear it.
7: It's very difficult to walk down Franklin Avenue with a sword dangling from your sides. You must be grateful for my arrival. (laughs) Yes, I am here on the anniversary of a most momentous occasion. Of course, we all know. October the 31st, 1918. The sovereignty of Hungary was won
0: <laughs>
7: through the destruction of Hungary in World War I. And here I am. I understand you are my enemies, but I am not afraid to play chess. One against, what, 40 or so?
0: <laughs>
7: I consider my ma- myself a master of 40-dimensional chess. <laughs> I've also p- quite stu- uh, studied in stratego.
0: <laughs>
7: if you like, I will find your little marshal with my little bombs. I promise. I do have a small collection of circular bombs that I keep. Do you like? Do you like the apple cinnamon smell that I've introduced? There's nothing to be afraid of. What could possibly be there to fear? with the resurrection of European civilization. What could possibly go wrong? I merely want to debate, I want equal time, it's all I've ever wanted. Listen to this wonderful Hungarian music. (laughs) Doesn't it really make you think that there should be a turning point? (laughs) That perhaps your decadent ways are coming to an end? (laughs) You! Who are you?
1: Blair? I am Gorka!
7: Name your five fears and I will name mine.
1: Um, water, failure, fire, teeth, uh, sadness.
7: Gorka fears nothing but obscurity. Thank you, Blair. You... Did you vote? Yes. Yes. Do you expect that you will be allowed to vote once the reckoning has begun? (laughs) (laughs) Are you prepared, my dear, for war?
5: Yeah, we're going to kill you.
7: Civil war or
5: world war? Oh, God. I don't know.
7: Yes, you are afraid of the very question. I think of it nightly. My nightmares are also my dreams, and they involve not only Civil War or World War, but both combined as one. (laughs) Isn't that military genius, if you think about it? (laughs) Hello. (laughs) What What would you think if there was someone communicating with you who had fascist tattoos that were elegantly covered?
3: I'm from Canada, so I don't like... They
7: don't have fascism in Canada. (laughs) I'll be sure not to tell Gavin McGinnis. I would just like to add that it's really rewarding uh, if one is chewing scenery to do the Kenneth Branagh-style leap from the little ledge down to the... or the other way around. It's really... really all this really could ever accomplish. (laughs) I am here because my time is over and yet it rises again. There is a 5,000 year cycle of fascism being destroyed and then rising from the ashes to be destroyed again. And so here we are. Perhaps you don't care who I am? (laughs) I assure you, I am merely the son of Moonraker. I am not interested in committing any of his crimes exactly the same way as he committed them. I'm here, you, I, am, I am as you see me. I am as you see me. I have a medallion from the Vitezi Rend, which is technically not a Nazi organization. <laughs> Yes, this is what I... I added the gloves. The only thing I add when I go out is the gloves. Otherwise, this is how I look when I go on CNN. You don't see the sword because I'm seated. Yes, CNN frequently brings on crypto-fascists to uh, artificially drag the debate towards the far right. Did I say that right? Fair enough. (laughs) Displeased to look. Are you, are you upset by my appearance?
1: No, I'm just trying to figure you out.
7: Yes, there is a lot to figure out. Perhaps my appearance has ma- made you upset. I'll remove my goatee to reveal an identical goatee underneath. Now the facade is over. The masquerade ball is at an end. I have a mustache on my thumb. Let us dance. <laughs> I'm not topping this, guys! Seriously, do everything you can to stop me. When you see me on scene in boo. <laughs> Thank you.
0: Ah! <laughs> Guys, that's right.
1: Our- James Adomian. <laughs> you might for James know James Adomian. Adomian from being amazing at doing characters, but I've never seen him one time in all of his years take off one goatee to reveal <laughs> another goatee. And so, yeah, was it a great show? Sure. But was it also a historic show? Yes.
0: <laughs> and
1: historic. <laughs> <laughs> that's our show. Let's hear it for all the comics you saw tonight. That's Rhea Butcher. That's Cameron Esposito. We were here every Tuesday night. We will see you next week. Put
0: Put your hands together. 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 Put your hands together, put your hands together, put your hands together, put your hands together, get, hands together. get ready to laugh with your hands together, put your hands together, get ready to cut your hands together, put your hands together